0: okay i've got a question what do a broken vase a nameless video game console and a christmas musical have in common
1: well somehow believe it or not they're all key plot points in 2017's a very country christmas we've got a lot to talk about and maybe sing about jennifer
0: oh we do josh and we'll unwrap it all in this episode of do you watch what i watch Hi, friends. I'm Jennifer.
1: And I'm Josh. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for listening to Do You Watch What I Watch. Jennifer, this one, A Very Country Christmas, has me all wanting to put on my cowboy boots.
0: Well, that's appropriate since we're based in Nashville, Tennessee, isn't it? It is. My husband and I did go downtown um, to downtown Nashville this summer and took a line dancing class. Wow. It was actually really fun. <laughs> I... Well, so our group because you do it like there were probably about twenty ish people there, and um, it was ninety nine point nine percent bachelorettes. But the hype guy was like, "All right, where's everybody from?" And they were all <laughs> from where all these places. And they got to us. We were like, "Here."
1: <laughs> and they're like, "Womp womp." And
0: they're like, "Oh well, glad you came down." And so if you ever need us to dance footloose at any weddings or um, you know family functions, you know who to call.
1: Yeah. Just let us know. We'll make sure to connect you with Jennifer, right?
0: (laughs) We were supposed to get a DVD of the footage of our class. And for some reason, we never got it. I can't imagine why.
1: Lost in the mail. Lost in the mail. Too
0: good, maybe. Too good. Right, exactly.
1: (laughs) A very Country Christmas 2017 movie. Jennifer, why don't you give us the IMDb?
0: I would love to. A country music star leaves it all behind to get back to his roots and find his way back to what he really loves. What he doesn't expect to find is... True love.
1: Mm, this one to me, when I read this summer, I was like, this is every Christmas movie you've ever seen, ever, anytime. <laughs> mm-hmm. ever.
0: Yep. Uh, I think I've seen this film before, but I haven't, but I have, you know. <laughs> um, I have seen the male lead in a movie. I think it was out last year. It was a road trip hallmark movie, and I liked him in that. So I was excited to see him. I think he he does a good job.
1: Yeah, I think there's there's plenty to unpack here. So Let's just go ahead and get into it.
0: Okay. The movie opens at a rock and sold out concert arena, but no one is on stage singing. We meet a panicked artist manager who has lost his leading act, Zane Gunther. His manager is in a tizzy.
1: Big time tizzy. So
0: we cut to Zane singing Silent Night acoustically in a candle lit empty dressing room. Well, he's in there, but nobody else is. <laughs> He's not a bad singer. I I thought he could carry a tune, although I'm not like the authority on that necessarily. But then Zane dramatically says, I can't do this anymore. And um, he leaves. The manager flings open the dressing room door and it's empty. Zane has hit the road for freedom while some twangy country music plays over his escape. (laughs) That way, you know, he's a country singer.
1: Right. They really want you to know. And the only thing he's leaving with is his guitar.
0: That's all he needs. (laughs) Uh, we moved to a snow-covered small town and a giant sprawling craftsman home, which was beautiful, by the way. Right. Uh, we meet Jeanette and the cutest little girl, her daughter, Quinn. Jeanette's an interior designer, aren't we all? And she <laughs> is staging the home for resale. Quinn uh, breaks a vase, and Jeanette worries that she'll get in trouble, so they dash away to her mom's gallery to borrow another vase for this staging.
1: Which I had a problem with this, because A, the vase that that this poor girl Quinn breaks looks like it probably came from the bargain bin at TJ Maxx. Like For it sure, does not look yeah. like it. it's a, a precious artifact. And then as opposed to going to Walmart or Target to buy a vase as perhaps you or I might do in this situation, she's like, let me go to an art gallery and instead yeah. get a fancy one.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: By the way, Jennifer, we did get a re- red peacoat moment out of that.
0: I know! So I. this is important <laughs> to note because I have a longstanding theory that the main thing you need to be cast as a female lead in one of these movies is a red peacoat. And Jeanette is wearing a beautiful red peacoat with a hood and fur. So that is number one for the 2022 season of the Red Peacoat Count Chronicles.
1: I need you to know that I actually wrote RPM, <laughs> and struggled it with a star. <laughs> red, pe-
0: red Peacock moment? Is that the RPM? <laughs>
1: That's RPM.
0: <laughs> there will be more to come. Don't you worry.
1: Of course. Um,
0: so Zane is, um, f- I said flying, but he's really just like driving fast into town in his old blue car and he gets pulled over by a female sheriff who's a big fan of his. She girls <laughs> hard. She... Uh, yammers on to him. She kisses him on the cheek and takes an unauthorized selfie with him. And I thought that was crossing a line.
1: Official misconduct.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever met a celebrity and fangirled with them? Or fanboyed, as it were?
1: Yes, I actually have. I, you know, I used to be a TV news reporter in Nashville. And as you might expect, occasionally you run into a celebrity here or there. And I did, in fact, fanboy a little bit over Dolly Parton the one time I met her.
0: Oh, totally justified. Right. Oh, I'm fangirling just hearing about it. That's so awesome. Dolly, uh, well, come on the pod, Dolly. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, can you imagine?
0: <laughs> it would be a dream. <laughs> uh. Oh well, we digress. Okay, so Jeanette takes the replacement face to the staging and in walks a shirtless, fresh out of the shower, very shiny Zane. Um, they exchange pleasantries, and he gives her a hard time about the vase. He acts like it was his mother's and a you know family heirloom, and he's like, oh, I'm just kidding," because Zane's funny. He's beautiful and funny. He's everything. Um, she's embarrassed, and then she leaves. <laughs> so um, we then get a glimpse of our next fake news outlet, BPS News. <laughs> what does bps stand for well i think
1: the production company on this movie was something bps and i think that they just did not try and named it bps news because they had nothing better to name it
0: okay well that's okay i I can deal with that um so the hosts on the news broadcast are gabbing about the downfall of zane his father passed away earlier in the year his model fiance broke off the engagement and his last album had low sales and then recently of course he ran out on this sold out concert and didn't perform so everybody's worried about Zane um Jeanette runs into the coffee shop and she's late to work on this shift so they really want you to know Jeanette is a struggling single mom with lots of jobs just trying to make ends meet and she's late everywhere she goes um she's let's see uh then we get a local yokel is what I said (laughs) (laughs) um sitting in the booth asks her on a date again I guess he does that frequently she said she doesn't date and there are a lot of patrons wearing beanies at the restaurant or the coffee shop (laughs) Uh, strong use of beanies uh we then get zane's manager billy he's on the phone with the big boss lady the head of the record label and he's getting an earful from her because he doesn't know where zane is they say his phone message leaked like she asks billy why did your phone message leak did you well, did that make sense to you? It
1: made no sense to me because it was clearly something that I think wound up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah. That, for continuity's sake, was not cut out of her line, and so they never mention sort of it again. We don't weird. know what it was. But you really know that this gal is mad because she screams, "Rebecca, my latte!"
0: Yes. When you're barking orders for your caffeine, you know you've made it big and bad. Right. Um, so she tells him, "Bring Zayn back, or don't come back." Retro. So we then get Jeanette. She gets off work at the coffee shop. She comes home. Um, They live with her mom in this precious little cottage. And then she opens her laptop and starts studying because she's trying to get her interior design degree next year. So she never sleeps, our Jeanette. Poor Jeanette. The next morning, she's running late to work on her home staging gig. And she gets a call that the staging job job is canceled. Um, She thinks it's because Zane is mad that she broke the base. She's really upset about this base, making a mountain out of a molehill. And she takes off to find him and seek justice that she lost the gig. Cut to a small town theater and we get to see Dina Carter of Strawberry Wine fame. she is playing Jolene, but from here on out, I may call her Jolene, but I'll probably usually call her Dina Carter just so we all know because that's (laughs) who she is to me. Um, In walks Zane and she's happy to see him because he used to come to her summer camp Um, It was a music camp every year growing up. So he's having a career crisis, looking for her mentorship and wise words uh, because he doesn't want to do this anymore. So he's taking time to clear his head by being in this small town. And the one thing
1: that I thought was interesting is that he confesses to her that he's actually been lip syncing at the advice of the insurance company. Is that something that we think actually happens in the music industry?
0: You know, I don't know for sure, but it actually wouldn't surprise me, especially if if they're vocals are strained a little bit or if they're yeah. sick I could totally see them lip-syncing I was But saying, we don't know that for sure and we have friends in the music industry so we're not saying anything like that just, right, as just exactly. but I could see it happening I mean I know that they lip-sync at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade floats <laughs> well I mean but- that's e- egregious every year <laughs> but yeah I can, I, it didn't seem terribly far-fetched to me okay but what do I know if you have any input listeners let us know
1: Yeah. Is this something that happens? Hit us up on the gram and let us know.
0: Please. Okay. So Jeanette comes in, guns a blazing, because Zane got her fired, or so she thinks. And he apologizes and says he took the house off the market because he wanted to stay and not sell it right now. Dina Carter then says, I'm so sorry you lost that job. Here, I'll hire you because you're an interior designer and you can help with the Christmas musical and the sets. (laughs) So then Zane asks Jeanette on a date, having known her for all of two minutes. And she turns him down because she doesn't date, as we've previously heard. Dina Carter plays Cupid and asks Zane to help Jeanette with the set design. And they talk and get to know one another. And they share some pleasantries there. And she talks about how she doesn't listen to his music, which (laughs) was bold. But, you know, it's good. The honesty. Um, But uh, Dina Carter had given her, I guess, a CD of a song when her daughter was a baby and it really comforted her it's her favorite song ever turns out it was a zane song it just wasn't his commercial country's music mm. small world there you um go. this is when it gets weird to me so they're busy decorating jeanette's daughter comes in and says she wants to go to the park and jeanette said you know she's much too busy and zane says well i'll take her and so they let zane who they barely know take the daughter to the park by himself i think that's weird
1: The thing that I thought was really funny about this is out of nowhere, this poor little girl is like, are you rich?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the kids say the darndest things.
1: If you only knew.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, They want us to know how rich he is. They always talk about his real estate, his various homes. He's definitely rich.
1: Yeah, he's about to show you, in fact, how rich he is. Stay tuned,
0: girl. Some foreshadowing there, yeah. Yeah. Um, So he is endearing. He's really good. Um, with what was her name? Oh gosh, I already forgot the daughter's name. It doesn't matter. Um, and they do some Quinn. Thank you. I keep wanting to call her Zoe. <laughs> I guess Zane and Zoe is in my head, but anyways, um, they craft together, and the daughter talks about what she wants for Christmas, which is a nameless gaming system. But she probably won't get it because you know money's tight, and she usually gets mittens or something like that. Um, So she tells him that her dad died a hero, so we learn that Jeanette's a widow, and um, Zane sympathizes because he also didn't have much growing up, so they connect on that level, which was very sweet.
1: I thought so, too, for sure. They're really trying to make him more than just a celebrity who's rich and entitled and that sort of thing.
0: Yes. They meet up with Jeanette, and the three of them have a not date at a private theater that Zane has rented out with all of his bags of money. (laughs) <laughs> um, And there's garland-covered and lit movie snacks sitting out, which was a cute little moment, I thought.
1: That is the most impressive Spread of movie snacks I've ever seen haphazardly thrown together in the middle of an aisle, ever.
0: (laughs) It was a moment for sure. I
1: was jealous.
0: (laughs) Yes. Um, They watch a flick, and Jeanette and Zane reach into the popcorn bucket at the same time, and their hands touch.
1: Of course, romance is brewing. Oh
0: my goodness. Um, And then to really top it off, Zane surprises Quinn with a gaming system that she wanted, and Jeanette (laughs) is upset. Which rhymes and that's fun. Um, Jeanette's upset. Did he cross the line? Because I think he kind of did. He didn't do it maliciously, but that's, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, he was just trying to be super nice. But again, I had a hard time thinking, oh, he's literally heard this is her wish 45 minutes ago. How does one rent a movie theater, buy a gaming system, set it all up, get the snacks together and do that all in 45 minutes like no that's not how that works it was
0: a big reach yeah but i guess when you're in love you'll do crazy things (laughs) (laughs) um so then tom the local yokel from earlier who asked her out um sees them leaving together on their not date and he gets jelly
1: big time jelly
0: yeah um, the next day, the fangirl sheriff comes into the coffee shop and blads that she's dating Zane because she had this photo of her kissing him unwarranted in the car. And so I think he needs a restraining order from her. Um, but Tom overhears that and then he's super jelly because not only is Jeanette maybe dating Zane, but Zane must be a dirty dog because he's also dating the sheriff.
1: Oh, yes. This There's is
0: so much confusion.
1: This is. Partly where I start having a problem with this film, because the number of ancillary characters, it's clear they're trying to make things murky and muck them up when it really should not be this complicated.
0: Agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Jeanette traipses up and finds Zane chopping wood like you do, and she thanks him for making her daughter smile. She apologizes for her reaction on night before, and they're cool again. So... Um, he puts on a wonderful disguise of a baseball hat and sunglasses so he <laughs> won't be noticed. <laughs> Much like every male country artist would wear on a regular Tuesday anyways in Nashville. Um, and they drive to get more decorations for the play and then they chop down a tree on his land for his home. And I don't know how they got their tree back either, but at least they weren't on horses.
1: Really unclear. I just want to read to you a portion of my notes here because it's I think clear. it pretty funnily. Which I don't think funnily is a word, but I'm going to make it a
0: word. We're going with it.
1: Okay. Cut to axe chopping. Jeanette shows up to say thanks and says she'll help hide him with sunglasses and a hat? Question mark. (laughs) They go to the gallery and move some boxes and flirt a lot. They decorate a tree and talk about small town life. They almost smooch. Mary, the manager, calls Billy. She's still mad, but this time she's mad while she's getting a hand massage.
0: (laughs) That checks out. That sounds about right. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, while after they decorate the tree, they sit in front of the fire, and it looks like something out of Burning Man. Did you notice how big those flames were in this fireplace? Uh,
1: the same thing. I was like, "What is going on with this fire?" Behind? It looks
0: like the gate to H.E. Double Hockey Sticks. It was <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> it um, looked
1: like hazard, I kept having all of these premonitions of like, is this going to be a plot point where the house catches fire, and uh, then. Yeah. Exactly.
0: That could have been it. Hmm. Mm. Um, they almost kiss, and then they drink wine. He says he never meant to be famous. And he offers the teacher to play guitar, and then they smooch. And the caption said, angelic music, while they kissed.
1: Oh, my gosh. I wrote, and they smooch. I put frowny face flat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were underwhelmed?
1: <laughs> I was underwhelmed. This smooch, I don't know how you feel about it, but it just sort of felt like, You know that sound on The Price Is Right whenever someone loses, and it's like, yeah,
0: like the sad trombone.
1: (laughs) That sound that went through my head when they.
0: I think we could put one in right here. So then, uh, Manager Billy's closing in on finding Zane. The local yokel, Tom, finds the manager and says he'll give up Zane's whereabouts for cash. Shady Tom. So not only is he stalkerish, now he's going to make some money off of it. Mm -hmm. And Billy finds Zane at his home and it's revealed Billy is Zane's brother. His manager is his brother.
1: This was a surprise that I felt like came out of left field. Uh Uh-huh. Billy, i thought was a pleasing surprise you know i was like oh okay
0: i liked it because at one point earlier they allude to the fact that zane came to this camp in the summer with his brother but i just never thought that billy would be the brother the only problem i have with it is then why billy did you not look at this house first you know this town you know he loves it Mm, that's a good
1: point i hadn't thought about that
0: and he kind of acknowledges that he's like i should have known you'd be here but yes billy you should have
1: Maybe he did know, but he was trying to give his brother a little bit of space.
0: Well, that would be sweet. Maybe. Okay, maybe I like it now. Fine. Okay. <laughs> um, so, then we find uh, BPS News trucks barreling up the driveway because Tom also ratted out Zane's whereabouts to BPS News to get additional money. Tom sucks.
1: Tom stinks. There's this guy in the mix, too, named Bug. I don't know if he caught that. Yeah. But Bug apparently runs around with Tom and these other beanie-wearing local yokels, right? (laughs) And he was involved in this effort to basically make it happen where they would get paid for telling Zane's whereabouts in the whole nine yards. And again, I was like, why are there these extra characters in the mix? It was just too many people going on.
0: It was a lot of townies, too many. And if I say it's too many, you know the threshold has been crossed.
1: Jennifer loves the townie.
0: I have a high townie tolerance, and this was too much. (laughs) Okay, so um, Jeanette and Zane run off to her house, and then he asks her and Quinn to run away with him. Um, He reveals his dream was not music, but it's always been family. Mm -hmm. And it's this sweet moment, and he says, I'm not giving up on us. And she says, I know, I am.
1: I know, but... so cold. It was super cold. But at the same time, Jennifer... All of this felt super serious for what was what, like a three-day relationship? Oh,
0: for sure. She did not need to run away with him at all.
1: no, he is like head over heels, all in. And I'm just like, does she even know what his last name is? Like, it was- And all... I don't
0: even think, I I just didn't really buy it with her. I thought he was way more endearing and captivating than she was. Oh. I know she's busy and stressed, but she didn't really seem too into this relationship at all. Well, and that's the
1: thing that I often see with these movies, right? Is they, they somehow sort of hold up being stressed and over busy and over committed and a single mom as the thing. That makes these women endearing, as opposed to who they actually are, right? You mm-hmm. know,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely, I agree with that.
1: Right? It's like feeling sorry for someone doesn't make them necessarily endearing to me, right? Right.
0: Mm. Hmm. Breach. So, anyway. Um, I don't know why they couldn't continue this relationship over a cell phone for a little bit. Like, let's text. Let's <laughs> follow each other on Insta, maybe. Like, we don't have to run away together. But the fact that she says, <laughs> I know you're not um, ending this, I am, I did think was unusual for this type of movie, but I kind of liked it. Right. Um, okay, so... She's sad. Um, They're done. Quinn's sad. Everybody's sad. Zane is in a car with his brother wearing the most unfortunate of bolo ties on his way to a concert and he looks like he's being taken back to prison. He was so distraught.
1: Terribly distraught. The bolo tie was just disastrous. It was like they almost felt like they needed to remind us that he's in the country music industry because he hasn't Sung, he hasn't held a guitar in a long time. It was like, oh, don't forget, he's a country star. <laughs> Wear
0: your country costume, yeah. Right. Um, some may call it a bolo. I call it a bow. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I'm with you, yeah. Uh,
0: but his brother uh, and manager Billy says it's okay if you want to go back to the small town to be with your love. Er, then we cut to it's the mm. night of the big Christmas concert that I kind of forgot was a thing. <laughs> there were a plot point in this movie. Um, Tom apologizes apologizes to Jeanette, and he, you know, is just very apologetic. She lets him off the hook, which mm, I don't think I'd be that forgiving.
1: Yeah, and then moves on instantly because there's this other girl in the wings backstage at the show, and he's like, oh, hello.
0: (laughs) Yeah, who were we supposed to know who she was?
1: No, she was just another townie they decided to introduce at the very last second. Okay,
0: I didn't know if it was that or if she was um, one of the girls that sat in the booth wearing a beanie.
1: I don't think so.
0: Okay. Um, So, we watch a performance of Deck the Halls that goes on entirely too long. Are we supposed to know who that girl was who was singing?
1: They really wanted you to think like she was some sort of country ingenue. And I was like, this is not Taylor Swift. I don't know why we're getting enough time with her to lead us to believe that she's a thing in the country music industry. But no.
0: Yeah. Okay. I didn't know who it was either. But then Dina Carter gets on stage and I'm here for that. Um, and who traipses up? It's Zane in his bolo. He confesses his love for Jeanette. And they smooch in front of the whole audience of probably about 20 people. Uh, Billy tells the boss lady that he's going to start his own music label. So kind of a take this job and shove it moment. Um, They all sing Silent Night on the stage. And that's a wrap.
1: And I need you to know, this all concludes in like two minutes time. I wrote... He shows up, confesses his love, kisses her, Billy quits, and Dina Carter sings Silent Night in the span of two minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because Silent Night's not a long song. So however long Silent Night was is how we wrapped up the movie.
1: Literally, it was like, check, 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 we gotta go.
0: (laughs) Now, did you know, Josh, that they went on to make two more of these movies?
1: I did, in fact, and I wrote, I wanted to share with our dear listeners the other movies in this trilogy because they're... 2019's A Very Country Wedding. Here's the plot of that. (laughs) And Jeanette's wedding is delayed due to Zane's crazy tour schedule and the two must overcome paparazzi and rumors to find their way back together. And then they followed that up in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. God bless, can you believe?
0: They worked hard, yeah. They
1: worked hard for A Very Country Christmas, colon, homecoming. Mm. Jeanette returned from their magical honeymoon to plan the perfect first Christmas as a family, but the arrival of Jeanette's former father-in-law throws a wrench into all of their holiday planning. And Dina Carter is in all three of these films.
0: Well, that might be worth the price of admission right there.
1: That's what I'm saying. They are all apparently on some sort of faith-based streaming service. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I did look on Amazon, um, which is how I watched the first movie on Prime to see if the other ones were available, and they were not. So, no. very interesting. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't get out of the music industry.
1: No, he, he Actually,
0: doubles down on it.
1: He doubles down. Apparently, goes back in, and apparently, she's along for the ride.
0: Well, I hope they live happily ever after. Um, <laughs>
1: with the spec that they do.
0: Yeah. Ow. <laughs> Okay, it's time for our gold or cold segment, where we each give three gifts. Um, if there's more gold, it's a snow globe. If it's more coal, it's going to be a snow nope. And if it's a tie, it's just a meh, free Christmas, something in the middle there. And in- Josh, do you have anything to share for the first gift or coal or gold or coal?
1: I do. I'm going to give some gold. The child actress in this movie who plays this sweet little girl, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Quinn.
1: I thought she did a really great job. You know, most of the time, the kids in these movies are just accessories. But this child, this girl, she actually had to have a little bit of range. She had to be angry at points. She had to be snotty to her mom at a couple points. She had to be sad. So she actually had to do some legitimate acting. And I thought she did a really good job.
0: She was precious. Yeah, she was definitely captivating. I enjoyed her a lot.
1: Mm -hmm. How about you?
0: I will give some gold to a combo of Zayn and Dina Carter. I thought they were both really fun. Um, I wasn't sure if Dina Carter could act, and I'm not going to say, you know, we might not be Emmy Award winning performances, but I thought she was endearing and she played that role very well.
1: I'm also going to give some gold here to Dina Carter because I thought this was a bold casting choice for these folks, you know, because Dina seems to me she had... You know, the one album with Strawberry Wine, what, was this like 10, 15 years ago now?
0: Oh, at least.
1: Right. And she hasn't done much since. And they cast her in this role where she basically is Dina Carter, right? Someone who's been there, but is now in the community. So it just made sense for her to be in this role. And Mm -hmm. I thought she was probably the best actor in this entire movie. Like, it was really believable for me
0: yes yeah she was made to be jolene for sure
1: yeah i think so
0: all Uh right i've got some coal um, and we kind of already touched on it it's a big jump to get to love here like you said it's a short fast-forwarded time frame for this relationship and i know they do that a lot in these movies but really they only had two good conversations that we've seen i mean Mm -hmm. in the rest of it was just setting up the program so i didn't really think that there was a strong foundation for their love
1: i agree i agree my last one is also some coal here i just was really bothered with these ancillary characters that they had and these sort of forced plot elements that just seemed like they really didn't add much of anything i mean marty the deputy tom bug monica do you remember monica she was the she was the wacky girl that was working on the Christmas show with Oh, yeah. She was
0: clumsy. and clumsy. Was and,
1: clumsy. Yeah. Like, why was she even there, you know? And even to a certain extent, Mary, the boss, who the manager, like, these people really didn't add anything to the movie. I thought they just sort of muddied the waters a little bit.
0: I'll agree with that. Um, and then my other lump of coal, my last thing, is shorter singing numbers. The, the, the singing went on too long. And I know that dina carter's fine she can sing but the other numbers and the moments i didn't really need as um and it didn't need them to be as lengthy as they were it felt like they were trying to hit a certain time of movie on like we have to hit an hour 30 or whatever that limit was and so they just stretched out the singing performances to try um, to fill up some space
1: absolutely and the thing that also i couldn't get past in this is we're supposed to believe that zane is a hot shot country star we don't hear him sing any songs other than Silent Night in this movie, do we?
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's it. I guess yeah. he sings, He's yeah, you're right. He sings in the beginning and then he sings it on stage at the end with everybody yeah. else. But yeah, just, no, no like other standout performances.
1: And I get you don't want to pay a budget for licensing songs and all of that. And that can get really expensive and all this other stuff. But it's a country, a very, not just a country Christmas. <laughs> that's true. A very country christmas and i will tell you it's probably better titled to be like a marginally so so country christmas oh
0: like, shade
1: it just wasn't very country do you i
0: agree no yeah. i agree
1: yeah so bottom line here we totaled them up and it turns out it's actually a tie between the gold and the coal here so we're just gonna call it a re christmas that's about all we
0: can say it was fine it was inoffensive it was cute (laughs) Um, the fact that there went on to be two more movies in the franchise is a little bonkers to me but I guess it was a big smash somebody was really clamoring for it
1: clamoring for this kind of content I mean at the end of the day it was harmless as a movie right it was Mm -hmm. not bad by any stretch of the imagination but certainly super predictable and I think just they tried too hard in some points
0: Agreed. And that, friends, is another episode of Do You Watch What I Watch?
1: A special thanks to Nick Schwartz, awesome guy, for our theme song, which is totally a bop. I think it should be a ringtone. Maybe we'll, yes. work on that. yeah, and of course, thanks to you guys for listening out there. Hey, do you like our podcast? We sure hope you do. Be sure to review, subscribe, tell your friends. We want a big audience, especially as we get closer to the holiday season. Hey, we're also on the socials, so look for us on Facebook and Instagram at Do You Watch What I Watch. Give us a follow, leave a comment, et cetera, et cetera. Do all the things. <laughs> you can also connect with us on our website at DoYouWatchWhatIWatch.com.
0: Next week, we're taking a detour, Josh.
1: Yes, we are. Our feet are wet, and they're a little bit cold from so much fake snow. (laughs) So we're going to step back in the calendar a little bit. We're going to capitalize on some of the more fall-themed movies out there. And first up, it's what I can only imagine will be quite a doozy for us to talk about, Jennifer 2015's October Kiss. And here is the lowdown from IMDb. Poppy. And yes, her name is Poppy.
0: Much so- like the troll.
1: Oh jeez. She still hasn't found out what she's really good at. And she goes from job to job. Same with dates. She's good with her nephew, so she starts as a nanny for a busy widower's two kids. Halloween's coming.
0: <laughs> I've seen this movie. I love this movie. This was my idea, so
1: Okay, so you it's re-
0: you know, sometimes the synopses don't put the best taste in your mouth, but you're telling
1: me to stay open-minded about it
0: i am we will have much to discuss and until then
1: may your days be merry and bright we'll see you next time